never miss the water till your well runs dry. Till your well runs dry. You'll never miss Joe Turner till he says goodbye. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Arm, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021, the last day of November. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. It's going pretty well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Fine top of the crock to you. Start finally starting to feel like winter here. Yeah, how, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like gray and cold and rainy. I love it. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually really like that also. We've had cold and overcast. Not yet the first snow of the season, but it's feeling like it's coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. It was like spitting mixed precipitation this morning. So I dislike that mixed precipitation bullshit. Right. Like, make up your damn mind. Pick a lane. Yeah, and usually it's mixed with a cold wind right in your face. Yeah. See, I like it. Sure, 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 sure. I like my favorite rain is like cold and quiet. Mm. You know, like uh, like a Disney movie after the the Bambi's mom dies or something like that. I feel like. That's the rain that falls. That's the, the Oregon rain. Sure. Yeah. 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 Very much so. Probably. Pacific Northwest. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I think it is. Although it, it, it works in cities also. Yeah. I guess Portland is a city. Um, the other thing, oh man, my guy came today, took up all my leaves trucked them away, mowed my lawn, cleaned my front hedges. So that was awesome. Now I don't right. have like the autumnal leaves clogging up all my my wa- sidewalk and whatnot. That's a good thing. You don't have your neighbors looking down their noses at you anymore. I don't, except I'm pretty sure the neighbors in that house over there are dead. Really? You haven't <laughs> seen them? I haven't seen them. <laughs> <clears throat> they just died of COVID. <laughs> they just died of COVID. Their bodies are, are rotting in the basement and just nobody's got over there because uh, they have not. So why do you think they went into the basement, though, to die? Oh, that's a good question. I'm just assuming that someone would have discovered their bodies if their bodies were not in the basement. Like, you know, they're still door-to-door salesmen. I don't know. No, yeah, they are. I get weird, random door-to-door salesmen from time to time. Serial killers. Serial killers. But they're usually selling weird versions of house insurance. Like very, I mean, scams. They're selling scams. Yeah, it sounds like a scam job. Yeah, it's a scam. It's like, oh, I noticed... You know, your roof is going to be needing replacement in the next 15 years. Well, here's insurance instead. I don't know. It's, right. 
I uh, we get uh, people who are like here They're always wearing hand-me-down suits. Yeah, we get people who come by, um, and they're usually young and black, and they're like, "We're here from Con Edison. That's the 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 power company." Um, and they're like, "We want to switch your service over to some, you know, green energy or something, which right. is a service that Con Edison has." And I'm like, "Cool, just email me." Right. And they're like, "Oh no, well we can do it right here." And I was like, "It'd be easier if you just email me." Right. <laughs> they're like, "Well, we we can't really offer this via email." And then I was like, "Well, you can just email me." And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> what's your email address and then i'm like well you already have my email address because, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway it doesn't go very far um <clears throat> wearing a vest yeah 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 and i feel like they're you know five years ago they were selling magazine subscriptions you know sure. yeah for magazines that you never get that don't exist yeah yeah those are the best the yeah. fun thing is, where do they get those vests? Right. Yeah. Amazon, bro. Dead Con Ed workers. Right. <laughs> yep. That's the key. Uh, that's actually one thing I miss about living in the city is getting, like, we get lots of uh, Jehovah Witnesses coming to our door. I don't huh. get that anymore. Lots of people trying to convert us to different, like, uh, esoteric sex of christianity and things like that i uh yeah people scammers i don't like even if they weren't scammers i wouldn't give them the time of day you know what i mean but i feel like people like i come to my door and i'm like large and hairy and kind of angry looking and people don't like push very hard you know what i, I mean yeah that's good <clears throat> like i've had a jehovah's witnesses come to the door and they generally don't hang around you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You should come with like your butcher's axe also. Yeah. And no shirt on. Yeah. Well, you know, if I'm wearing pants, that's a good day. If I'm like in my home wearing pants. Right. Thanks. Now who's the serial killer? Right. Yeah, exactly. I was like, come on in, Jehovah's Witnesses. And they're like, no, thank you. You just have like pig's blood dripping from your uh, butcher knife. Excellent. Yeah. Good, 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 good. <clears throat> yeah, I kind of go for the opposite route of like, yeah, I'd love to talk to you about Jesus. Can, come on in. Do you have like six hours? Let's talk about Jesus. Right. And, like I pull out all my like occult books off my bookshelf. Yeah. Like, you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Satan. Yeah, do I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so I miss that, definitely. No, we just get, uh, yeah, weird scams, weird insurance scams in this town. And also, like, if they're coming to your door, like, back in the day, I understand why door-to-door -door salesman was a actual thing. But now, like, it should not be a thing unless it's a scam. And in right. that case, like, why are you coming to my house? You are invading my house. You're invading my personal property and my time. Go away. Right. Right. 
I will stand there with the door locked looking at you with no pants on until you go away. Right. I don't feel on a pit bull, so. Oh, that helps. Yeah, I should buy a pit bull. Yeah. People generally, I don't think I could take a pit bull. People are afraid of dogs. Like, and I get it. Like, I feel like if I came to someone's door and they had a pit bull and I didn't know that dog, I'd be a little uneasy too, you know? Right, and if it was barking at you or growling at you, right. you would also be a bit trepidatious. The thing, though, is I don't know if I could take Waffle for a walk. No, definitely not. I could. Right. She is a strong dog. A strong dog. I don't think that would end well for anybody, especially not me. Right. You and the squirrel that she saw. Which <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would not go well. So I have that in mind because... We used to have a dog, and uh, he was part pit bull, part something else. He was a big, fat, lazy dog, but part pit bull. And, like, I'd take him for walks. I'm, he's just dragging me. Right. Right? Like, I might as well be on roller skates the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotten awful pretty good about not pulling, actually, except for with squirrels. She has no control. No, is she better with other dogs? Well, she was always. I mean, she's better with other dogs, but not. She's still not great with other dogs. Yeah, but like with other dogs, she won't just like bolt. You know what I mean? It'll be like you'll see the dog, and Waffle will start pulling. You know, gradually. But if she sees a squirrel, she's like. Interesting. Okay, that makes your arm right off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is uh, the B block, top of the clock. Top of the clock. Top of the clock. And this is one of my favorite episodes every year because it's the week after Thanksgiving. So we get to talk about all the great food that we prepared and ate over the Thanksgiving week. So if you don't want to listen to us talk about it, you should just change the channel right now because... If you're looking for baseball-related material right now, Wait next week or yeah. listen to the A block. Well, there's a lot of baseball material. Yeah. On the A block. Or even if you've already listened to it, go back and listen to it again. That's how good it was. Exactly. Um, okay. So you go. So you went up to Vermont, right? For Thanksgiving. Right. I went up to my parents' house uh, and it was an adult's Thanksgiving. My brother and his children had gone to their to my brother's in-laws in so they weren't around. So it was me and my parents and Michelle and my brother and sister, Eli. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, and it was great. Uh, we hung out, we played a lot of cards, mm -hmm. um, drank a lot of Bloody Marys. Um, yeah. I was in charge of, so my parents grew like, some ridiculous amount of tomato, like 100 tomato plants maybe this year, or 150 tomato plants. So they just have a lot of tomato stuff, and that includes tomato juice. And so basically since they harvested their tomatoes a month or two ago, my dad's been like, you got to come up and drink Bloody Marys because I have gallons and gallons and gallons of fresh tomato juice. <laughs> and so... <clears throat> 
and we did. We drank a lot of Bloody Marys. Uh, really good. Um, the key to good Bloody Mary mix, and this is a little tip for all you people out there, replace your Worcestershire sauce with fish sauce. Oh, we uh, will have a much more delicious Bloody Mary. That's interesting because growing up, my grandparents would drink Clamato juice. It was uh -huh. a clam juice with their bloody Maria's. They would have tequila. Yeah. I think that's the same, a similar concept, isn't it? No, it's just so like Worcestershire sauce is also fish sauce. It's uh -huh. just, Spicy. it's made out of anchovies. It's the same, but it just has different kind of seasonings in it, I guess. And I think that fish, for personally, I think fish sauce is more delicious and it's a little, little bit subtler flavor okay um worcestershire sauce is like a very distinct flavor but you spice, your, you spice your bloody marys right like how do you make them spicy well okay so here's the other great things yeah. <clears throat> and this is this is kind of the theme to the thanksgiving the vermont thanksgiving is that my parents have a pretty you know serious farm up there so everything is farm fresh essentially so the bloody mary recipe for the Thanksgiving this year was the like crushed tomato juice, which is almost tomato sauce. It's pretty thick. It's really good. Okay. Uh, I'm just thinking like, I don't know how many chunks of tomato I want in my Bloody Mary. No, no, it's, it's strained. So there are no seeds or chunks or anything, um, but it's, it's thick and it's so tomato-y. Right. I feel like you get tomato juice in a can or a bottle or whatever, and it really just tastes like salt. You know what I mean? It's like, doesn't really, you don't get a lot of good tomato flavor, but this stuff is like straight tomato. Gotcha. Straight tomato. It's really good. So anyway, tomato juice, fresh tomato juice, um, and then fish sauce, bunch of ground horseradish, black yeah. pepper. Yeah lemon juice yes and then uh my mom with a bunch of chili peppers that she they also grow they grew a ton of chili pepper plants she makes this hot sauce which is like a lacto fermented hot sauce gotcha which is so fucking good yeah uh and so there's a large amount of that in there as well so they're spicy from the black pepper the hot sauce and the horseradish it kind of comes at you from three different spicy directions like pictures right uh, yeah big mason jars yeah big mason jars. like you didn't make individual bloody marys you had a big communal oh we did a big batch of bloody mary mix and then gotcha. you like Add as much put vodka. as much or as little vodka as you want into your cup. Right. So there was that, and then we had a pretty traditional Thanksgiving. My parents they raised turkeys, and so they we had a really good fresh, like homemade, homegrown turkey. Which really, turkey's not that delicious, but when it's straight off the farm, it's because they feed it all their compost, and the you know it's it runs around in the field and eats all the sheep shit and so good and it's you know they it was a 22 pound turkey i think which is already pretty big but these turkeys are so fucking lean that it was even bigger than a normal 22 pound turkey because it was like skinnier essentially there's no fat it's just a big turkey right 
Um, so I had to actually, I was in charge of the turkey. I cooked the turkey. I had to cut it in half to fit it in the oven. Um, Who killed the turkey? Uh, Eli did, I think. Oh. Eli, my dad, and my other brother. Um, so, yeah, there was that. Turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing. It was a sourdough and Brussels sprout stuffing. All you know, from the farm and then squash from the farm, Chilean squash, which is like a squash and corn casserole, huh. mantle came from the farm, cranberry sauce. She, my mom didn't grow those. Um, apple pie, pumpkin pie. Me and Michelle made a pumpkin pie. Uh, she always makes a pumpkin chiffon pie, actually, which is so fucking good. And then I made the crust. Uh-huh. Um, and that's like, instead of making a kind of pumpkin custard and baking it inside the crust in the oven, you make the crust, you, uh, bake the crust and then you make, you like cook the pumpkin on a double boiler. Um, and it has like meringue and gelatin inside of it. So it's like, it's, you know, same exact flavor as regular pumpkin pie, but it's super light instead of really dense. Uh-huh. It's so, it's so fucking good. I can't even tell you. Right. Like I love pumpkin pie, but it's really it's a lot, especially after Dang. a turkey. Dinner. Yeah. Uh, question about gravy. Who did the gravy, and what was it made out of? Uh, let's see. My mom made the gravy ahead of time, so it wasn't from. I think it was chicken gravy trying to remember yeah chicken gravy okay so she had a, she had a chicken and you know also from the farm which she made chicken stock out of mm-hmm. maybe she had chicken bones that she made chicken stock out of and then made that in the gravy it was really good good but that was done ahead of time um and then anything green yeah we had a arugula and like pomegranate salad sure. uh, Brussels sprout stuffing. I feel there's something I'm missing. I'm always missing. There's something I'm always missing. Hold on, I have a picture. Green bean casserole. Oh, yeah, we had green beans and almonds. Green beans also from the farm. Yeah, that'll do it. That sounds awesome. Still- yeah, it, was good. It, was, it was pretty traditional. We didn't go outside of the beaten track at yeah. all. But the thing but, is, it's like so good because all of that stuff is like from grown right there, you know? Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, oh, fuck. I had a very good question to ask you, and then I didn't, I forgot what it was. You know, I, I'm really always interested in Thanksgiving food because it's so monochromatic. Everything is this variant of tan, brown to tan to orange, with usually two exceptions, one of which is the cranberry sauce, which right. is quite red. And then the second is whatever greens you happen to have on the on the table. Usually a salad and usually green beans. Right. That's what we have. Here, I'm sending you a picture of the table right now. Awesome. Um, yeah, but the turkey, I mean, I don't know. I feel like often in like growing up, you know, you buy your turkey and it's the turkey's kind of the least of 
right the thanksgiving table you know what i mean like the stuffing it's always like stuffing mashed potatoes gravy splash cranberry sauce in there and you mix it all together it's so good and then you got like turkey it's like oh you have your turkey sure. that's the meat that you have oh you i always almost always at least since i've been an, an adult i have one serving of turkey and then i go back for seconds of pretty much everything else on turkey but this turkey that my parents raised is so fucking good that's the point that's what i'm trying to say it's so good Mm -hmm. that's awesome well yeah i went to indiana for thanksgiving and we didn't have farm fresh but we had really good food and i felt really lucky to be there it was awesome Uh, and listeners of the show know i've been stressing about bringing my macaroni and cheese side dish to this thanksgiving dinner right like a file the point of the you texted me on thanksgiving day and you're like, oh, I don't know about this mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was worried about it. I thought I had fucked it up because right. I made it too greasy because I had the butter on the bottom. I added it was um, Gruyere cheese and cheddar cheese. Uh-huh. And then I cooked the mac correctly and layered that. And then we had the bacon in there. And that was good. And then added more. And then I was making the the cheese sauce and I was using heavy cream because right. the recipe was like, well, you can use milk or heavy cream. Oh. And I was using heavy cream. I think I used way too much heavy cream. Oh. And it was, it was, you know, cheese and cream and butter and I was stirring it, stirring it, stirring it. And then dumped it all in and, you know, spread everything out and it looked good. And then we put it in the oven, 325. 345? 345. And like it was looking good and I was really excited. And then we checked it after about 20 minutes and it was just bubbling everywhere. Uh-huh. Like, ooh, that's not good. And I was just like, it's going to get like really, really greasy because uh-huh. I had butter and the heavy cream on top of all the cheese. So it was going to be like mostly fat that you were going to be eating in this mac right, that's cheese. what mac and cheese is that's what mac and cheese is right well let me ask you a question you do breadcrumbs on top we didn't do breadcrumbs on top yeah. breadcrumbs yeah but it did get nice and crispy on top it was actually really when it came out i think we kind of cooked it a little too long probably but when it came out it was actually really great because it was crispy cheese on top and then once you got through the like cru- the crust, it was like gooey cheese inside. Yeah. Anyway, everybody told me it was it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was the correct texture that you want mac and cheese to be. Uh, the the corners and the edges were maybe a little too crispy. Right. Uh, well, that's fine. It's that's the sacrifice, you know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You don't want mac and cheese that's not crispy enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody ate it. Everybody said it was good. And I was like, sweet. Everybody says it's good. So I'm just going right. But you decided against bringing a fully cooked turkey to this thing. I did decide against bringing a fully cooked turkey right. to Thanksgiving. Uh, Marin was there also. She did the Brussels sprouts, which were really good, and the stuffing, which was really, really good also. Nice. And that was great. And then uh, kale salad, which 
simple, but like so good. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, kale, uh, I think sesame seeds and lemon, you know, like that's it. Right. And someone else, it was store bought, but it was really good, was cranberry chutney. Okay. Uh, just like there was no cranberry sauce. So somebody brought cranberry chutney. Nice. Which, I don't know. I really liked it. I put it on pretty much everything. Anyway, it was delicious. Great food. Notes, I had the pumpkin pie. And I did not try the cheesecake. But apparently the cheesecake, the Basque cheesecake, is that correct? No. Okay. Yeah. It's like burnt on the edges. It's supposed to be like crispy on top and the edges. Mm. And cheesecake inside. And apparently, the go-to for dessert was to take a slice of the Basque cheesecake and a slice of cranberry tart, and put oh, one, yeah, cranberry tart too. Put one on top of the other, so you're mm -hmm. basically eating. I don't know. I mean, you're literally eating cheesecake on top of cranberry tart. But seems if, a lot. <laughs> Cheesecake yeah, seems like a lot after Thanksgiving dinner. That's why I didn't go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So you had a pretty, yours was pretty traditional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything traditional. Uh, and then the scalloped oysters, again, my favorite. Oysters? Scalloped oysters. Yep. And how does that work? They're like baked with cheese and cream? Yep. In the shells or? Out of the shells. In, in like a casserole, like an oyster casserole, with like breadcrumbs and yes, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that's good. But you didn't do there. This wasn't a two protein Thanksgiving. Oh, it was a one protein Thanksgiving. Right. Yep, yep. I think that next time I go up to my folks for Thanksgiving, I'm going to pitch a two protein Thanksgiving. I think it has to be like it has to be a bigger gathering. This was a pretty small gathering. Well, if you've got a 22-pound turkey anyway. Well, we didn't even eat like half the turkey. So. Right. Yeah. Like you that's the difficulty of it is yeah. you you've all nobody you're not gonna eat the whole turkey anyway, and now you're adding protein number two. Right. Yeah. That's problematic. Right. Which in my mind is like braised short ribs or something like that. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you won't. Yeah, you're correct. It's just that's too much food. No, or we go back to the jerk turkey on the smoked on the grill, and then you do oxtails also. Oh, fuck. oh now you're talking. Like oh, full my God. Of the and uh, what? Is it? Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. Plantains. Yeah, or rice and beans. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, so now we got. I have some purists in my family, so it might be a hard sell. No, no, no. This is the way to do it: the jerk chicken oxtails. Have you done no. oxtails? I mean, I, in my life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not for Thanksgiving. But yeah, but like you wouldn't have to experiment. You know how to do an oxtail. Sure. Yeah. Um, rice and beans. I think plantains. You gotta throw the plantains in there. Right, like going southern because I'm thinking like South, like Miami. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking more like Jamaican. Well, plantains can be Jamaican, can they? 
Yeah. Yeah. Rice and beans. And then what are we forgetting? I mean, green beans, maybe um, potatoes. Oh, no. Cabbage. Cabbage. Yeah. But we, uh, we, and um, it, it generally gets a little more off the traditional Christmas up there. Polenta? Polenta. Yeah. No? I mean, maybe. It's right. really cross cultural at that point. Don't they do polenta in Jamaica? I don't think so. I thought they did. Maybe. I mean, it'd be the sort of thing that you would import to an island, I guess. Yeah, we'd have to look that up. I thought <coughs> polenta, I, I mean, no, I know polenta is not a Jamaican dish, but I thought it was part of that cuisine. Right. Caribbean style. Oh, now you're making me hungry. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was good. And then we, like, I had to drive home early the next day to go to work, and we made uh, turkey dinner sandwiches for the road, and that was really good. Oh, yeah. And that's when you just take everything. That's when you, like, mix the cranberry sauce with some mayonnaise and put all the fixings of a turkey dinner on a sandwich and then slather it with cranberry mayonnaise and then go to town. Yeah, it's good. On sandwich, sandwich is the greatest food in any culture, even <laughs> if it's taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that conversation after we listened to the podcast. Uh, right, taco sandwich. What yeah. other like hero? I'm trying to think of other like what other like handheld. Uh, roti. Uh huh. That's sandwich, quesadilla. Quesadilla. Mm-hmm. You know, there's various wrapped yeah. things in Asian cuisine for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. So, gosh, I had another question. <laughs> okay. Oh, I wanted to talk to you also. So, we went out to a bunch of restaurants in the Indianapolis area. That's cool. We went to like a, a steakhouse. Uh, it's called. Yeah, I feel like that would be good in Indianapolis. They were. It's called the H and C Tavern or the H C Tavern. It was good food. Had a pretty damn good Manhattan there, which I haven't had in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got all. I ordered steak Diane, right? Which like is like an old timey thing to order. I feel like. Uh huh. Right, it was great. It was great. Was steak. that was like a peppercorn gravy on it or yeah, something? Mushroom peppercorn gravy on the steak. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was really good, but it's very like I'm. It's 1954, and I'm ordering steak, Diane. Right. Yeah, yeah. I felt cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then we went to brunch at this place called Milk Tooth. I had a Narragansett. And right, they didn't serve booze. Because they didn't have the liquor license, so you could only get beer and wine and sherry. And they, had, I don't know, they kept being like, have a Bloody Mary, but it's got sherry in it instead of vodka. And I'm like, no. Right, that sounds odd. That sounds odd. <laughs> so, so this is what I want to ask you about, Joel. Yeah, these are your sister's in-laws, and they're like I've met them. I was at at the wedding, and they're all great 
yeah. people. And but I had given you a whole laundry list of Indiana specific Indiana. Yes. <laughs> to to whip out at the Thanksgiving table. And I want to hear about how I that did was. not whip them out at the Thanksgiving table. Uh, I whipped them out the day after while watching college football. Oh, nice. Uh, on the Friday afternoon, the day after. And you were cracked. It did get them mad at me. Right. Uh, they're huge Colts fans. Yep. Uh, so saying how much greater Tom Brady was than Larry, uh, than uh, Peyton Manning, that got some of them riled up. Did people disagree with you or they were angry because it's true? I think more the latter, that they were angry because it was true. And then they kept saying that Tom Brady is a cheater. All right. That's the great refrain. Yeah. 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 I Tom mean, Brady. but Manning is a sex offender, so. <laughs> right. Also, I mean, this <clears throat> Tom Brady might have cheated that one time. Like, he's won lots of championships. Right. Yeah. Tom Brady may have cheated a lot of times. He's still better than Peyton Manning. (laughs) And then I did not uh, anticipate how much Larry Bird is still a treasured son of Indiana. See, I told you. Yeah. I told you about that one. You didn't believe me. I didn't I believe Larry Bird. Larry Bird is a second tier Hall of Famer. Is that what I said? What was the what was the I don't or Larry Bird's not that great, maybe? Yeah, no, that yeah, again, they were like, no, Larry Bird's the greatest. I'm like, wow, really? I love Larry Bird. Yeah. No, but these these all didn't get you kicked out at least. No, but this these are pod- good people. This podcast will because they're gonna listen uh, to it. Yeah. They didn't did they know that these shit the smack talk came from me or you kind of I don't think I told them it came from me. Right. Cool. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Even though you like read a whole list of them. <laughs> yes, exactly. Off my phone. Off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> one of the college football, college basketball sucks. That was one of them. I don't know if I said that one. I don't even care about college basketball enough to say college basketball sucks. I know, but people but in Indiana do. Oh, Bobby Knight is not Bobby, a very Oh, player. yeah. No, that got them riled up also. You were correct. You love Bobby Knight. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't believe me, but I told you. Yeah, you would have said, why would anybody care about Bobby Knight? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, they're going to listen to this podcast and then send us angry emails, hopefully. Yeah, maybe they'll tweet at us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Gosh, there's one more thing I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, okay. Here was the best part, not the best part, my favorite part, the weirdest part of uh, Thanksgiving was that a couple of us stayed up real late one night and we watched the 1970 movie Five Easy Pieces starring Jack Nicholson. Hmm. Have you ever seen or heard of this movie? No, is it about Thanksgiving? No, it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. I don't know, like we just watched, it was just on. No, it was on DVD. 
Somebody picked it out on DVD. It was like, we're watching this now. And none of us had ever seen it before. And Jack Nicholson is a, a classically trained pianist okay. who has abandoned his classical music family to work on the yes. fields in Southern California. Why? And then he finds out that his father is dying. And so he drives back up to Washington State to reconcile with his father on his deathbed. And it's like the weirdest movie I've ever seen. And all of us had never seen it before. You ever see Easy Rider? Or, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It Easy Rider? also has Jack Nicholson in it. Yeah, it was also Jack Nicholson in it. This had a very similar vibe to that. Like right. the whole uh, scene where they're just driving from California to Washington. And that's like the scene for a really long time. <laughs> and then the best part that everybody thought was funny is that they stop at a diner in Oregon and Jack Nicholson's yeah. character just wants to order toast, but there's no toast on the menu. So the waitress is not allowing him to order just toast. So he tries to order a chicken salad sandwich, hold the lettuce, hold the tomato, hold the mayonnaise. Do you got that? And she says, yeah. And he says, okay, great. Now bring me the sandwich and hold the chicken salad. So he'll just get toast. Right. And then she kicks him out of the restaurant and then he freaks out and like knocks all the dishes off the table and storms out of the restaurant. Here's a fun fact. I don't serve toast at brunch at my restaurant and it's a problem sometimes <laughs> just give the people toast no because i don't want to like have a toaster out and i make biscuits i make really good biscuits and that's what we serve at brunch is biscuits it's like okay. if you want bread we have biscuits you can get a biscuit you know but we don't have toast but you don't serve like toasted BLT sandwiches and then refuse to allow the people to eat toast. Oh, we don't have any bread. Right, okay. That's yeah. different. Yeah. But still, how angry have people gotten at you for not having toast? People seem, well, like the brunch crowd is kind of hip. It's not the cream of the restaurant crop. Oh, you know. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people are often in difficult moods when they're out to brunch and really? so it's like we don't have toast and they're like well what do you mean you don't have toast and it's like we don't have toast and they're like you don't need bread and we're like no because we don't we don't have bread yeah. we make all our own bread and we don't like have any toast bread you know right and so but people don't they're yeah. like, you can't just toast me some bread and they're like no we don't have bread right you could have a biscuit Right. You have a biscuit, yeah. which is brunch bread, as far as I'm concerned. Uh -huh. Okay. It, it's so good. But he gone crazy and started like knocking things over, demanding toast. <clears throat> no, we don't. Uh, well, maybe actually. I don't think so. I don't. I'm pretty well removed from the dining room, which I appreciate. I feel like people are insulate me from things that happen. That's good. That's nice. So you don't have to deal with it. Right. 
I, I, I know I've asked you this before because we've talked about it. Like, uh, like the favorite thing at brunch is usually like the what, like chicken, fried chicken, and chicken and waffles. But chicken on a biscuit, yeah. Chicken on a biscuit because you have biscuits. And right. then, like, do you do eggs, Benedict? Uh, no, there. Right now, there's no eggs Benedict variation on the menu. I have, but not not this particular iteration. I'm actually going to shortly be working on a brunch menu change, and I think that I probably will put some sort of eggs Benedict variation on the menu. But yeah. we'll see. Well, when I went out to brunch, I got I don't know how to pronounce it. Lamb Marguez. Yeah, Marguez, yep. Yes, lamb Marguez sandwich, which was really good. I didn't know, though, that I was basically ordering a half. I thought I was only doing a sandwich. It was basic, It was a sandwich, technically speaking, but it was a half order of eggs Benedict on lamb Marguez. Right? Mm-hmm. It, was on the English, it was on the English muffin with the poached egg and hollandaise sauce. That sounds good. It was good. It was really good. But I was like, oh, like it was weird because... On the menu, it was lamb Marguez sandwich. Right. And I got it and I was like, oh, this is Eggs Benedict with lamb Marguez. Anyway, it was good. I'm just saying, I was surprised. All right. Oh, man. Now I'm hungry. What do you cook next? What's next on the menu? We got, oh, so we got to do this Caribbean Thanksgiving themed Thanksgiving. I think that's the way. At some point, we had to figure that out. I, uh, Let's see. Let, uh, let me think. Next up on the menu, I don't know. I'm gonna work on my brunch menu. I'm. Um, I made some venison bolognese yesterday on pasta. That was really good. Um, yesterday actually was the one year anniversary of when that deer got shot. It's been in my freezer. So we made we made a, a venison dinner last night in honor of the deer who got shot. <laughs> uh, so that was good. Um oh yeah, I bought uh I told you this already, but I'll say it on the record. I got and I may have mentioned this on the podcast. Longtime listeners of the podcast may already know this, but I have this thing where if I see a new flavor of a product that I'm like, feel the like compulsory, like a new, I'm, I'm off Doritos finally, but I always used to buy the new Doritos flavor. Yeah. The new, I don't drink Gatorade that much anymore, but I always used to buy a new Gatorade flavor, but <clears throat> I do buy cookies a lot and I buy a lot of Oreos and I have been generally pleased with about 75% of the Oreo flavors that they come out. I think mint Oreos are really good, especially if you get the thins. Uh-huh. Like, uh, those are really good. But I went to the store yesterday and saw carrot cake flavored Oreos, which I was very excited about and bought. And those are a hard, don't recommend. Hard pass. hard pass if you see them in the grocery store <laughs> keep on walking keep away. Yeah. that was a it was a swing and a miss as far as i'm concerned <laughs> and the thing is is that the flavor's not bad but 
it's like they found the appropriate level of carrot cake flavor and then they multiplied it by 10. So I opened this up and Michelle was in the other room and she's like, I can smell those fucking things from here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. All right. On that note, don't buy the carrot cake flavored Oreos. Fuck you. Yeah, that is your consumer report for the night. <laughs> Not buy carrot cake flavored Oreos. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, thanks so much for listening. This has been Top of the Clock, brought to you by Dump on the Up. Uh, ostensibly a baseball podcast, but we're talking about food. Christmas is coming up. We got to get our Christmas menus ready. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tennessee this year, so it should be. So get that broccoli casserole ready. I want to hear about oh, I don't know if Michelle's going to make that this year, but I hope so. Yeah, that sounds it's more of a Thanksgiving thing. I didn't even think about that. God damn it. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. You can also follow us on Facebook, Dump on the Ump. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can also listen to us on Spotify and or SoundCloud. All right. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, you all have a great evening and a pleasant tomorrow. I'm going to leave you and the time ain't long. No, the time ain't long. If you don't believe I'm leaving, count the days I'm gone.